Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome today's guest, a strong and powerful Stephen Goodman. Stephen, are you ready to do this? For sure. I'm ready to rock. Excellent. Let's let's do this. Stephen is a CPA, an MBA. He is an author and the CEO of SHG Planning, Inc., a firm helping family businesses reduce taxes and protect legacy and wealth. I'm excited to have you on. Stephen, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. All right. Well, first, personal life, married, been married to the same woman for 40 years. Nice. I have two, two children, uh, two grandchildren, uh, exciting this week, very exciting. My, my daughter is getting married in my backyard on Saturday, it was supposed oh. to be about a month ago, but as most weddings were canceled, so we're doing it in our backyard. So that's exciting. Uh, the only other significant thing personally is very passionate in the charitable space towards children's education. I've actually been a big brother for the last 15 years to my little brother, which is you know, perfect example is you get a lot more than you give. So that's been wonderful. That's on the personal side. Business-wise, uh, name of my company is SHG Planning. I do sophisticated work in business succession wealth transfer strategies. A lot of my clients are family businesses or have other partners in their business. And I work in conjunction with their uh, trust and estate lawyers and CPAs in doing sophisticated work for both the planning of the succession of their business as well as, uh, as well as their wealth. Why I do it, um, grew up not with a lot of money. My parents died fairly early, didn't do much planning. Um, uh, kind of said, I don't want that to happen to me, got very interested, read a lot about the subject. And then before you knew, know it, I decided to get into that field and kind of gravitated into the high net worth, uh, closely held family business market. Nice. I appreciate that. Well, you, you sound like a consistent person, Stephen. Married for 40 years. You've been a big brother for 15 years, and that's that, that's an incredible thing. Big Brothers Big Sisters is such an important organization. So I, I appreciate I appreciate the longevity of the marriage, and I appreciate you investing into the community. So thank you for those things. You're welcome. Thanks, George. So um, when we hear about business succession, hear about uh, legacy wealth wealth protection, and if people don't do planning, what 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 are the risks? Yeah, well, I, I'll tell you first what I find are the, a lot of the reasons people don't do planning, and then I'll get into yeah. what the risks are. Um, it's it's for a multitude of reasons. Number one, it takes time. People have to stop what they're doing to do something for the future and give up doing things for the present. And most people just have a tremendous amount of difficulty in doing that. You know, they're especially entrepreneurs. They're always dealing with issues, putting out fires. So for them to actually stop putting out those fires and take the time to plan for the future is, is just something most of them just don't find the time to do it. I'd say another big issue, especially when it comes to things like succession planning, is that 
as a parent, I'm a parent of two. My children are not involved in my business, but the, when you when you start out, your children are young, and you, you tell them a million times how you love them the same, and you give one a red lollipop and the other a red lollipop and a bicycle <laughs> and a bicycle, you know, and they're always like, you know, questioning you, or you like my brother better than me, and you know, you tell them you love them the same, and then one day you wake up, you're in your 60s, you have this really successful business, you have three kids, only one of them is in the business, and then you sit there and you say, oh my God, how am I going to figure out? who I leave what, am I going to leave the business to all three, even though two are not involved? If I just leave it to my son or daughter that's in the business, how do I decide what I'm going to give to my other children? And it, it, it is, there's no right answer. No matter what you do, somebody will not be happy. So a lot of times the parents, many times the, the founder, which in most cases is the father, uh, just runs away from the problem because he says, if I address this and I talk about it with my kids, I run the risk that one or two of my kids are going to get very annoyed at me. And if they don't, their spouses will. And I jeopardize my relationship with my grandchildren. And I'd rather not address these things and just when I die, whatever happens, happens. I won't be here. Um, so those are usually the, 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 the reasons people don't do planning as to why it's important because it becomes a mess when when you die and you haven't really taken the time to plan out the succession of your business and your estate it's going to lead to clearly more taxes secondly possibly litigation i mean some of the most of the litigation that occurs um in this space is amongst siblings it's brothers and sisters suing one another and second spouses and suing a second spouse. So if you don't do this kind of planning between paying more in taxes and incurring a lot of stress and legal costs, um, that's the reason why it's important to do it. Yeah. It's going through so many different scenarios in my mind as, 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 as you were talking and there's a TV show. I don't, it might be called succession and you know, yes, just detail. <laughs> and, uh, so, so you watch that show. Is that, is that accurate? Uh, well, certainly taken to an extreme is accurate. I mean, you know, having a, a father who is domineering and has kind of beaten down his kids throughout life, that's not always the case, but that sometimes is the case. And that's why sometimes the kids either don't want to come into the business or they're not successful in the business after the father passes away because they've never really been given a chance to, to fail. Uh, but that is a, it's an unbelievably great show. Yeah, fair enough. So like, like investing and relationships, it seems like all the mistakes that we make are not logical mistakes. They're all based on emotions. And what you laid out is people are running away from this problem. They're avoiding it because they don't want to screw up what, 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 what they have. They, um, but in, in actuality, it's it's one of those things where an ounce of cure would have been worth just the pound of prevention because the problems um, that you avoid are, are, are rather doing the work up front avoids so much catastrophic pain down the road. Without a doubt. I mean, you know, you could have things, George, as simple as one daughter gets the China and another daughter or son gets something else, and the brothers and sisters never talk to each other for the rest of their life. Hmm. I mean, I sit there and scratch my head and go, I, I just cannot fathom how a brother and sister could do that. But you know there's deep-rooted stuff in there that goes well beyond the China. 
you know, and a lot of times what happens is these kids hold back on some of their feelings until after the parents are no longer there because they're afraid to, you know, A, maybe jeopardize their inheritance or their relationship with their parents while, you know, their parents are alive. But as soon as the parents are not there, the gloves come off and all of a sudden there's all these issues that come out and maybe it would have been a lot better for those issues to come out while everybody was alive and tried to deal with them. But as I said before, a lot of times people run away from it. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to kind of bounce around on you and I apologize for that. I, I have to, it's, it's kind of like when a consultant comes into a, a, a big company it's not that they're bringing all these wonderful new ideas. Sure, sure, sometimes they are, but it's just a lot of the time I imagine there's so much value in just having an independent third party come in and to be able to sort of guide this process. Yeah, no, I think that that's a that's a great point. You know, sometimes you know, you know, generally the team that that the entrepreneur has is usually starts with their CPA, and then generally some tax or a state lawyer, a corporate lawyer that's involved in the process. You know, then there's could be a financial advisor, insurance professional, but usually the CPA and attorney are the key people on the team. And, and not to knock anything with the CPA and attorney, because most of them are very talented and they're good at what they do. Uh, it's just that sometimes, you know, it's seeing the forest from the trees and also they don't want to jeopardize their relationship with the client. So they're only going to push so far to the client because they're getting paid a lot of money every year and, and they want to keep the client. While a person like myself, when I come in there, I'm in there for one purpose and one purpose only is to help the, somebody in the, their succession and wealth transfer strategies. And, you know, I'm going to, my, my sole job is to get this done and I'm going to push a lot more than the other advisors to get it done because that's really my only purpose to do that. I think that that's a really important thing right there. It's your your job, your purpose is to get it done. So it's, I mean, you're, I imagine you don't really have a dog in the hunt or in, 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 in the fight necessarily for the actual hows and, and, and all that stuff or the products or the things or, or the agreements. It's more, we're going to actually bring everybody to the table and really air any dirty laundry or any grievances, fears, excitements, all those things, so we can actually move forward and avoid this catastrophic pain potentially. Yeah, I mean, the important thing is, I mean, speaking for myself, and I'm obviously not the only person who's qualified to do this, but, you know, I have a very multidisciplinary background in that there's when the, you have in a room a CPA, an attorney, a financial advisor, insurance person, a pension person, you know, everybody in the room is smart and they all know their area very well and they usually know a certain amount about everybody else's disciplines, but there's usually gaps. You know, there are things that each of them don't 100% know about what the other one does and, you know, kind of my selling point, my unique selling proposition is that there's nothing that will be discussed in that room by any of those people that I don't understand. And that's, you know, that's important because it makes sure nothing kind of slips through the cracks. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine, I mean, I'm talking about all the, all the emotional aspects of it, but yes, I mean, if you miss a detail here or there, I'm sure it could cost millions of dollars. Without a doubt. Without (laughs) a doubt. Yeah. So, okay. Um, 
and I imagine that every one of these engagements, when I say engagements, every new relationship and new 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 client uh, that you're taking on, it's probably as unique as you can imagine. But can you give me a sense of sort of how that how how, how that flow works and and how long it it, it 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 normally or can take? Yeah, you know, it's funny. They're unique, but they're not unique because having done this for over thirty years. It's very unusual that I ever find a situation that I haven't seen before. I mean, obviously, personalities are different and relationships are different. That's always going to have a uniqueness to it. But the problems are usually not unique. Um, This process could take, you know, six months, could take a year. A lot of it depends on how willing the founder is to do planning because mm. uh, it, it takes a lot of momentum to do this. And every time you, you have a gap in the meetings and meetings that are pushed off, it's almost like you have to start all over again. So, you know, I would say that if you, you, know, you could have meetings every two or three weeks with a founder on this, you know, over a six month period of time, a tremendous amount could, could be accomplished, especially if the team works as a team and, you know, nobody tries to tap their ego um, try to make like, you know, they're in control of the process and everybody works together. You know, six months is a reasonable amount of time to get something like this done. But then it's ongoing, Jews. It's not like it just ends at some point. You know, you always have to be re-looking at this, you know, every six months or a year just to make sure things haven't changed. Yeah, I appreciate that because invariably they will <laughs> because there's people involved and stuff like that. So, and new kids and, human, human, and new spouses. Human beings are complicated. Yeah. They're complicated. And how how often do you get to the end and you're right at the finish line and then it stalls or or the the matriarch or the patriarch blows it up because just for a million different reasons? I would say generally if you get it to the finish line, it doesn't stall. It usually stalls before you get to the finish okay. line, and that's why you never get to the finish line. Yeah. Uh, there are there are just personalities and issues that are not you can't resolve. You know, you know, I'd like to think I'm pretty good at what I do, but, you know, you know, I'm I'm not the man upstairs. You know, I I can't solve every problem. Sometimes personalities just don't let it happen. Uh, But usually that'll happen early enough on in the process that nobody will waste too much time. Usually if you get that momentum in the beginning and you get through those first few meetings, generally you can get through the process. Yeah, I appreciate that. So you've seen this and you've been doing this work for, for, for 30 years and talk about how everybody's unique, but at the same time, you, you, you run into a lot of real similar problems. Are there certain like archetypes or, or, or characters that oftentimes will show up that you find to be the most challenging to work with, like a, like a firstborn son or, or, or um, I, do, you, do you sort of get where I'm going with this? Yeah, I mean, I can... I go through the different levels of complexity. You know, if you want to see like what is really, really complex, generally the most complex situations I find are where it's not the first marriage. So now there's at least the second spouse involved. Mm-hmm. If there are children, then there could be three groups of kids. There could be, you know, dad's kids from the first marriage, mom's kids from the first marriage, and sometimes younger kids from a second marriage so you have three groups of kids so you have that dynamic then you have and and without question 
there are generally going to be issues that the kids from the first marriage of both families, but especially from the founder side, because money's involved, are going to have animosity towards the second spouse and their and her kids, and then the new kids that that you know their dad and and stepmom have have had. So that always leads to complexity. Then it gets further compounded when there are kids in and out of the business. So now you have you know kids from the first marriage, some are in the business, some are not in the business. Maybe there could even be one of the the, the uh, stepmom's kids in the business. Usually the kids from the second marriage are too young, so they're not usually yet involved in the business. So the combination of multiple families and then in and out of the business um, just make the thing unbelievably complicated. And the only thing that could make it even more complicated than that is if the founder isn't the sole owner of the business mm. and they maybe have a 50-50 partner, and that partner could have his or her own issues. <laughs> right. So like, you know, then it goes into further compounding. So the, the more different layers of that, you know, the more complicated it gets. There's no right answer. Um, I'll give you a quick thing you'll find funny. I used to do a lot of seminars and at one of the seminars, usually the people are very quiet. They sit around the table and, you know, they they don't know one another and they'll hand me their card and say, you know, call me, you know, after the seminar. But I had one time a table, they were all vibrant, fun people. And I sat down and the first person comes up to me and says, Steve, I know what the right answer to do is you sell the business, you know, like you sell it, you take the money and you ultimately divvy it up amongst your kids. And like, that's the right answer. And then the second person goes, you're crazy. You spent all these years building this business. That's not what to do. You, you, you give it to all your kids equally. And then the third one goes, that's crazy. You don't give it to all your kids equally. <laughs> I would give it to the kid in the business and, and give other things to the kids not in the business. And then the fourth one, the last one said, no, I would give every kid stock in the business, but I would give the one in the business control of the business. And then they all looked at me and they go, who's right? You know, and it's like, <laughs> there's not a right answer. There's, there isn't a, I mean, they, my job is not to tell you what to do. My job is to tell you what options you have of what to do and what the pros and cons are of those options. And then once you pick one, just remind you of the pros and cons. And then, you know, you're a professional, you're a business owner, you're, you're successful. So long as you understand why you picked that one, then that's the right one for you. Love it. So how do I know if, 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 if I'm ready to engage in this kind of planning? Well, the truth is, if you have a business, you always have to have a succession plan because unfortunately you could be gone tomorrow. You, know, right. you could die. So you, it, no matter, even if you're 40 years old and your kids are young and you don't have anybody to really take over the business, you still need a succession plan. Usually the succession plan then is the guy has life insurance and if he dies, he gives money to his spouse. And if the business collapses, at least she's protected. As time goes on and they, they're older and their kids are involved or they have other partners or they have key employees, then it changes. So there's not a right time, it's an ongoing thing where you always need to at least know what's your succession tomorrow if something happens to you. Makes sense. Well, Stephen, Savage Nation, is you ready for your difference-making tip? What do you have for them? I would say once a year, I mean, it's probably better more than once a year, but let's call it once a year, take a time out and put aside everything that you need to do today and take a weekend 
and go through your wills, your trust, your business agreement, your life insurance policies. Just go through everything. And, you know, if you need to get involved, the lawyer involved or somebody else involved to help you understand them, great. But just look at everything because what you're going to find is the executor, the trustee, the guardian, the, the, the valuation of your business, how it's determined, the beneficiary of your insurance policy. You're going to sit there and scratch your head and go, oh, my God, like, I didn't remember I picked this person in this particular role. I don't even speak to them anymore. So if you do that once a year, I guarantee you in one of these documents, you will find something that makes you say, wait a minute, I got to change that. And right there, that could save you like a catastrophic event taking place. And if you don't do it once a year, then you'll probably never do it. And thus, that's kind of my tip for everybody. Well, that is great stuff. That definitely gets, come on. Come on. Steven, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? How can they engage with you? Well, a couple of things. First off, if you go to stephengoodman.biz, uh, I have a landing page there where I have my book on business succession planning. So anybody that goes there, can get a free copy downloaded to them. In addition, they can go to shgplanning.com, which is my uh, corporate website where I have probably 60 articles that I've written, uh, a lot of great information there as well. Uh, and email address, sgoodman at shgplanning.com. And in the COVID area, myself, 516-297-7390. Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Stephen your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to stephengoodman.biz for a free copy of that book. Go to shgplanning.com to learn about the firm and shoot him an email, give him a call. Thanks again, Stephen. This was, this was great, George. Thanks again. Everybody be safe. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.